Hey guys, Kuma here. I am proud to announce that the Gamer Culture Podcast will be transitioning to a series on YouTube. We will have a couple more podcast episodes until then. We are really looking forward to the new format and hope you tune in. Don't forget to subscribe to the Gamer Culture channel. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Indie Comic section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that is available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions to interviews to insider looks, this is Indie Comics with Jeff. Welcome once again to another episode of Indie Comics. I'm your host, Tyler, a crusader for creator-owned work in comics. I am horrible. Um, there are fine gems to be found in your local comic book shop, so let's go searching for them. And who's with me on my journey today? Well, of course, this is Jeff here. Hey, Jeff. Um, uh, so, how have you been? It's, been? it's been a while. Oh, yeah, it has definitely been a while. Uh, just been a combination of living life and just wheeling and dealing, man. But on top of that, reading some good indie works, including the one that we are going to be talking about today. Absolutely. So, we're talking about Raised on Ritalin. And my first question for you is going to be... Do you understand me just a little bit more now? I do, actually. Reading this a whole lot more really, really opened eyes about about you, man. It really did. <laughs> I, had, I had you in mind pretty much the entire time when I was reading this darn thing. I think I'm going to require everybody in the gathering to read it so they can understand me and my insanity. So, yeah. Uh, but, um, okay, so let, let, let's, start, let's start off with, um, so we interviewed him. We got a lot of in-depth stuff. Um, I got to learn a little bit about, like, what I'll be like in 12 years, which is cool. <laughs> But um, for you as an outsider and somebody who doesn't have ADHD, um, did you find anything in the book that you like what really, really surprised you? What were some of the what were some of the focal points of, you know, about ADHD, ADD and anything else and like depression and stuff like that that you didn't know about before? Well, if anything, I would have to say that the part that that opened my eyes the most was just how many times in the past it had been had it had been misdiagnosed in people and how often it was associated that apparently ADD and ADHD was something that was so prevalent among our youth and everything that you know the pharmaceutical companies just got to the point where they were they, they were going to issue it to everybody yeah. i mean it, it seemed to get it to a point where suddenly well pill it pushing se- it seems like kids everywhere were saying hey ADD, ADHD, pill, pill, pill. Yep. Pharmaceutical, you know, prescription here, there, there, and everywhere. And it's like, you know, that's all well and fine. But if it's one thing you know that um, Tyler talks about in this particular book, it's something like medication like that. It's only a temporary solution. Yep. At the very least, yeah, maybe it'll get you probably spending a whole lot more attention in class during those long, boring lectures. But you know what? For a long-term solution, it's sometimes not always the best way. Now, I'm not in no way saying that medication should ever be not given to somebody. For someone that truly needs it, then they need it. But you know what? It shouldn't be just about a simple prescription that, you know, the pill is going to be the magic way to get out of it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go saying, um, so I got to talk to him a little bit, learn a little little bit about him. And it is insane how much detail and everything he went through in the interview and then reading it was we'd have so much, so much in common with like everything, you know, having like a really, uh, you know, um, kind of a bad living situation, you know, growing yeah. up situation with, yeah. that I had um, the same medicine, except for I was on a couple more than him, um, you know, um, 
you know, how bad his ADHD is. Mine was worse, but I mean, it was really cool seeing basically it looks like my story on him. It explained a lot about me that I'll get into later. And just letting you know, there will be a spot about ADHD because I, I think this is way too important of a topic. And, uh, there is so much I want to say. So look out in December, we're going to have a whole ADHD spot about ADHD, about, you know, misconceptions and stuff like that. And we're also going to be talking about ADHD and geekdom. So look out for that. Anyway, um, so one thing in this book, I actually learned things I didn't know. And that make up that makes so much more sense about my life. And uh, again, I'll talk about that later. Um, so you're going in reading it. This is about a 400 page book. Yeah. So what did you think about one thing like? how thorough it was, um, the design of it, the panels. Was there anything that, you know, that made it kind of different? If anything, I'll tell you right now, it's def if you're going into this book reading it thinking that's going to be your traditional type comic book, you best leave that at the door. Yeah. Because this, on top of the fact that it's obviously something about someone's life experience, so, so therefore it's almost like a biopic, it's... It's something that has to be read in a particular fashion. It can't just be something like, hey, you know, like in a t traditional superhero comic that the superhero saves the day and all that kind of stuff. No, this is something about real life right here. I mean, he's talking about how he had his life based around all of this. Yeah. So you you have to look at it from a different perspective than what you're probably used to. It's not your typical kind of graphic novel talking about here. Absolutely not. So This is something that essentially... It's an autobiography is what it is, except I, it's done in a comic book type format. Yeah. And that has to be taken from an entirely different perspective than if you're reading something like Elephant Man or something like that. Um, I, I know you listened to the, the interview, but the thing about this is like, you know, when you read it and also because time, so much time has passed since the yes. interview. Yes. Um, you know, this started out as a webcomic. And the thing that really catches my eye in a webcomic is usually chapters are like, you know, if you were to put it in a book form, it's only going to be like a couple, you know, five or six or maybe, you know, maybe eight pages. This is like 30 pages yeah, the, of chapters. The it chapters were pretty, were pretty long. Yes. I know. I don't know how frequent the webcomic came out and whatnot. I mean, it took him two years to make it, but I want to know how, like, I mean, I, I should have asked him this, but it's insane how thorough and long it is. And I don't see any places where it could cut off. Like, you know, a lot of webcomics, they'll just do, you know, one page a, a week. There's no way that he can basically just cut off because it keeps going. There's there's not a lot of places for it to uh, cut off. So the really interesting thing about it is like basically comparing it to a comic book. Yeah. I'm sure like 18 to 24 pages, you know, worth was taken was put out maybe once a month. And you know what? It is fucking glorious and really cool. And yeah. it's something that maybe webcomics should do. You know, like I love I love the format right now, but sometimes you just don't want to read only six pages a week or a month. It's good to get a, kind of get like a big bulk. Like if you can get like 40 pages worth in one, you know, a, a, at a time. It's kind of like yeah. a Netflix show, you know. You just kind of want to, you know, just kind of binge it. It's true. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> it is almost kind of like. But it also, that being said, the amount of thoroughness, and when we say thorough, this was entirely thorough. I mean, that bi you, that bibliography alone was just something that totally like blew you away. 10 to 15 pages. Um, so, yeah, he really did his research on this, guys. Now, part of this thing that I think also, along with the thoroughness, is, you know, you got to be willing to really, if you want to be thorough about your reading, you got to kind of almost, you know, sit down and, you know, buckle yourself down for a long-winded explanation because this guy goes yeah. over 
the serious history behind some of these, like, you know, disabilities right here. And, you know, the entire history behind how the pharmaceutical industry tried to create the supposed answer to, to fighting these, the, these disabilities. Oh, it's I insane mean, yeah. how much I hate some of these people who are basically profiting and everything like that. And I'm also going to have those, uh, I'm going to have some more opinions about that in a second. Well, yeah, but you know, the, and you see, the funny thing is, is looking at that, that wasn't probably the greatest surprise, really, because you know that you know that pretty much happens. That, that, I mean, that's for every you know, medicine. I mean, that's well, not just that, but that's just the state of anything when you come to the dark, the dark, seamy side of capitalism, right there. You're always going to you're always going to have some kind of industry that's going to be trying to prey upon you know something that you know the public has a weakness on and try to make a profit off of it. I mean, that's, you know, that's essentially how money making is. And it's not just here, but anywhere for that matter. That is true. So really, I mean, looking at that, that wasn't so much the shock. The shock is, the shock to me was perhaps how, how easily. It's really hard. How, it's kind of hard to digest this book because it's, it's just it is, so. It is hard to digest. And because, it's so interesting, like in in a good way, I think, in a good way. Yeah, it is. It is. There, It, it definitely is one of those kind of things that, like I said before, you just can't read like your typical kind of graphic novel. This this doesn't read like your traditional it's graphic fun, novel. It's fun. It's hilarious. You know, Very and, informative, too. Very educational yeah. as well. And you don't get that kind of angle too much in comics nowadays. I love the fact – like I love it when he would make like so many references. Like one of them was basically like where he was like, you know, we're, we all mean well. You know, we never intend to do anything bad. And then it has a picture of uh, Jessica Rabbit. And she's like, I wasn't I – was like – you know, what was oh it? God! That was one thing that was very effective about this. <laughs> there were so that way. so many cultural references in it. Pop it is, culture yeah. references, superhero references at the yin yang. I mean, I think I at least, I think I saw Superman like like reference like at least a dozen times yeah. or something, or Batman or Spider Man for that matter. Yep. Which was good because you know, I think if he didn't do that, it probably would have lost a lot of people. If there, it would have lost to... a lot of personality. So I, what yeah. I think is, I think the book has so much personality. And that's what makes it such a great read. And it really not, I don't want to say dumbs it down because that's not fair. Uh, they know that's, no, no, it doesn't dumb it down it's not at dumb, all. It doesn't dumb it down. It just makes it really, it makes it relatable and it's awesome. Especially for, there's so many misconceptions it's about fun, ADD and funny. ADHD and that you know, this kind of just throws those out, out, which is great. I'm going to go out on a limb here right now. And if he is going to listen to this, I really mean this when I say this, Tyler, but this book I believe is for the person who has ADD or ADHD, what X-Men was to the person back in the sixties who felt, uh, um, oppressed, oppressed at that time. Yeah. This was the exact book that they, you could feel related to in some way, feel relatable to some kind of real world situation that you felt maybe you were the only one that was dealing with it. You didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. This kind of book essentially, I think fills the same gap that X-Men did back in the 60s. Because all I ever got was, oh, stop eating sugar. Oh, you just need to calm down. Oh, you just need to do this. And or it's, just it's pop, or, 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 like, or like, sorry, Tyler, just put on a pill and you'll be okay yeah, or something like that. Exactly. When the fact of the matter is, it's not that simple. I'm actually going to send this to my parents. Just, I mean, I'm just going to. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, I have a crap ton of tabs on this book. Of course, yeah, I'm not going to talk about every single of one of them. <laughs> That's going to be safe for a spot. It is insane because we had two weeks to read this. Um... I love it, and I'm actually gonna slightly disagree with you um, about you know it's, it's 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 made for people with ADHD and ADD. I think I mean I think it is. Well, I wasn't no, saying so much that it's is, probably made for them, but more yeah. like you know, it's 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 almost it's almost like 
it's almost like their crusader statement. This book is 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 written on their behalf, is what I kind of meant. I kind of consider it written for parents and people who have yes. dealt with people, and educators, not dealt, but and, uh, and teachers. I think teachers are probably yeah. Ones that a- anybody really who basically has to, you know, uh, communicate and be around people with ADHD. Yeah, that's what it. That's why written uh, it's written for. Because for me, it is so hard for me to read, and there are more words in this in this than there are in Watchmen. I swear to God. Don't, do you agree? Oh yeah, there were. There, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of wordage going on here. That that goes without saying. In but. two weeks, I was only able to read 250 pages. Now, uh, okay, I, and I, you I'm see, sorry. that shows the difference between us because you know that's how long it took you. Yet it took me only four days. Okay, okay, I, okay. It didn't take me two weeks. Like I, I only read it within three days, and I was at work. So well, but, yeah, you read it when you can, but but nevertheless, uh, yeah. I mean, and it's fantastic, and I yes, absolutely it love it, and it makes me kind of reevaluate and like. It makes me see things that I never knew about. Like it explains why I've had a lot of really bad relationships. I've had, you yeah. know, self-destructive, and now I see why. And there are so many other things like that. And like why, since I moved out to California, I've been having so many issues at my workplaces. Now it was different in right in Austin because you know I grew up around those kind of people, and it was easy for me to kind of you know get used to them and not really piss them off. There's one job where I kind of piss people off, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, right. Um, so it explains well, a lot of things about if, me. If anything, it kind of shows just how you are reacting toward others when you didn't know how you were reacting before. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would lead to imagine. I'll tell you this right now, dude. Reading this also, reading a lot about what Tyler went through, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking like, God, how many times have you freaking done that in the past yeah. since I've known you? Oh, no. Just in and the past two and a half years that I've known you. I mean, And, and, and it just makes me think at times, you know, I mean, I'll be quite, I, I, I'm just going to be a little candid here. No, right it's totally now. fine. And I'll tell you right now, I mean, there were some times in which I would be thinking like, God, Dang, Tyler, why the hell are you acting like that or I know. something? And then I'm looking at this and I'm thinking like, oh my God, this makes so much sense now. It explains yeah. so freaking much. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, I mean, not that I'm saying like, you know, that I'm like trying oh, to... Oh, I know I'm a pain in the ass. You, you don't have to tell I, me that. I, I'm not trying I'm not trying to say that it's, that, that it's essentially making an excuse for what you're doing or something, but it explains a whole lot to me. Whereas before I'd be in the dark, I'm like... Why is he acting like this? I don't get. I don't get what's going well, on. Well, I here. always thought that I had like severe anxiety disorder, and I was, and I've had, I've been battling depression my entire life. Yeah. And I didn't know how much they correlated, and oh, until yeah. this book, and neither did my psychiatrist, psychologist. He's done so much research, but then of course, like like he said, um, they've done so much research, and you know they've doubled on what they know about the brain just in the past twenty years. Oh yeah. And so I was med, you know, I was uh, diagnosed in 95, uh, 94. So they oh. they have they have you know found so much stuff since then, but uh, and I I stopped going to I stopped going to psychiatry, uh, for ADHD in college. So well, you it's know, like, about six seven years ago. Well, it's like this. I, I I forget what wording he used exactly, but he was looking at one part of the book. Tyler was saying like. We probably know as much about the human brain at this point about, than probably about what we know in our own oceans or what the fact we know in our own universe for that yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly. And that's just our brain we're talking about, people. The, yeah. fact of, the fact of the matter is we don't have a whole lot of our brain mapped out. There's a lot in there that we are still figuring out every single day. There are so many things that they don't know about hered- you know, things that are hereditary and stuff like that, or just how, so or crazy. Just, or just how much you know nature, for that matter, is something that influences it as well. I mean, whether it's the immediate place around you. Yeah. The people that you're around, or like, 
how we've evolved, you know? Well, like, and the funny thing is, you mentioned that evolved thing right there. I thought that was pretty effective that he mentioned that that, that he mentioned that guy's research. I forget who it was exactly. It's probably in the bibliography and we'd have to go back to it. But yeah. He mentions how the whole ADD, ADHD thing may actually just be an evolutionary holdover yeah. that many of us as humans I still remember. have the mindset of the of the caveman hunter gatherer yeah, warriors yeah and yet we are and yet we are a sedentary kind of lifestyle that's post uh, agricultural society where we don't have to be on the move all the time we and don't I, have to be nomadic we don't have to be constantly thinking about you know the hunt and then focus on one thing it's like oh me go hunt me go hunt food then yeah. me go lay down me go hunt food we think of one I, thing at a time like that but as a sedentary lifestyle we're thinking of two or three Sometimes dozen things at once. Yep, that's it's a like, much different um, kind of thing. It was really funny because one of my psychiatrists, uh, and nobody, nobody really believes me, but it's totally how I am. I will have like eight thoughts at once. I will be doing so many things. I'll have like a song or maybe two, like in my head as I'm like watching TV. And one thing I want to talk about in this book, uh, they talk about how uh, for us to concentrate, sometimes you just need to have back noise or you have to be active. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and a big thing he says, and also through my whole life, they're like, oh, he just watches too much TV. Oh, he's around too many screens. Bullshit. If it wasn't for my TV, I wouldn't have gotten the grades I got. I wouldn't have gotten A's and B's. I wouldn't have been so good at well, math. If I anything, needed the TV. It challenges that stupid idea that people used to have, like, ah, TV just rots the brain. No, absolutely like, not. No, no, it doesn't. It helped me concentrate. And yeah. uh, as I was reading this book at uh, at work today, I read a hundred pages today. You know what the only end, you know, and before I read it, you know, for two days before, and that's, that was when I was sitting down or standing up when I read today and I would only get like, yeah, 50 pages into an eight hour shift today. I only read for about two hours and I was walking, pacing around. Uh, if I had my coworker here, she would, she would attest to it. I had to basically, I was like jogging yeah. around the store and I was reading this and I got, and I got it done, you know, twice, you know, I got, Twice as much read in a quarter amount of time. Well, and you see that where, that's where the whole ADHD part of it, the hyperactivity. So many yeah. people were thinking for the longest time, it's like, God, he just has too much energy. How's he? Why are they moving around like that? I mean, I mean you've just, seen me. I only I've have like you. three or four hours of sleep, and you see me like going, "All right, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this." Let's yeah. Go. I and mean, of course, half the time I'm thinking, like, "Where the hell does he have the freaking energy, man?" Yeah. And then, and you see me at conventions, and if you meet me at a convention, oh, I yeah. have so much lack of sleep because I'm constantly yeah, working exactly. uh i'm getting prepped for the next day i'm getting prepped for the con I'm, i have to make sure i have to and the know thing, where everybody is uh, and what they're gonna do a kamikaze this weekend holy fuck uh, LA, i've been doing so uh, oh, i'm so sorry it's la comic-con now stanley's la, LA comic-con Comic put it back to comic-con yeah, put it back to kamikaze Come i on. say the same thing it's a great name it's anyway, a great name yeah exactly so, like you know, that, so, sorry about the, the con yeah sorry about the little mini ramp but we're just kind of we're still kind of upset that they changed the kamikaze hashtag Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm we're getting up at five a.m. and we're gonna be leaving, and I I'm gonna have so much stuff, you know, planned yeah. out and everything like that, and it's gonna be a really fun con. Anyway, well, yeah. You well, you have the managerial mindset. You're thinking of all you're thinking of all the things going off at once. You're thinking about. However, I can get distracted very very easily, and that's yes. where things kind of, you know, crumble. But you know, usually I can save ourselves, and he talks about that in the book. It's like. Things may go hectic, but the thing is, like, we have so many thoughts going on. We're basically, we're going to figure it out, you know, one way or another, and usually really quickly. 
So yeah, and that's how it is. And it's amazing, like how we can basically have two different, two or three, or you know, in my case, so many other thoughts. Now it doesn't mean I have like I don't have like schizophrenia or anything like that. It's just my attention span is so insane, which is why actually what makes me forgetful because sometimes I'm not concentrated on that. I'll be concentrated on something else. And yeah. that's where it goes. Is like if I'm walking, jogging, watching TV, I can basically be on my computer reading an article, having a song, and the TV running, and I would still be able. And it, and it helps me read. And it's the weirdest thing in the world. But then if I'm in a crowded place and I'm trying to read something, I can't do it. And I don't know. And it kind of explains why it's like that in the book. Because the thing is, socially, you're so, you know, I know we're, talk, we're talking about a lot about ADHD. And uh, I just want to talk about this thing. When you're around people, we want to be the center of attention. So that's what takes away our, um, you know, wants to, um, you know, it, it takes away our concentration because that's what we want to focus on. Well, that's, where not, our hyper, well, that's, that's our hyperactivity. But when you're stuck in a room and you have a bunch of screens going on, that white noise helps you. But that's it. Right. No, no, totally. And you see that right exactly in the in the book right there. I mean, it just, it, it's, it's the perfect testament to educate the person who thinks they might be, have something like that. But yeah. it also is good for the person who probably has a child or someone like that to understand how they are, how they're feeling about that kind of stuff. It exactly. explains a whole lot. Yes, it does. If there was anything that was confusing before, this book kind of really, it unveils the veil is what I think it does. Yeah. It, re it really reveals the mysteries right there. Um, yes. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Um, so... The narrative part, the storytelling part. What, what was some of you, like, you know, we got a couple chapters of his whole life story. Now, you could actually make that chapters. into its own. Yeah. You can actually make the, funny thing the is, amount of pages of that into its own graphic novel. Yeah, you see, that's what I was thinking of. When I was looking at this, I'm thinking, like, you know, essentially this could have been two or three graphic novels, and it's essentially all pushed into one. Yeah, it would have been cool. But, like, those two, but those two narrative, you know, Bi the, biographical chapters. That's, what did you think about that? I believe that was the real meat and bones right there because that was where the story was really interesting was when you were looking at that. And I'll be quite honest, if you had to put it on a percentage, I would say that was only about maybe a third of the entire book was the, yeah. uh, was the, uh, was the narrative biography part. And those were the parts that really pulled you in. Now, all the other stuff like the educational part, like the history of the pharmaceuticals and all that, that was all well and fine as well. But I'll tell you right now, I mean, you know, not saying anything negative here, but that was probably the least interesting part to me because I liked hearing I liked hearing more about his story than like the history of well, it. See, like for me, it was really awesome, you know, knowing about the medicine that I was taking because him and I were taking the same medicine, except for I only took Wellbutrin for only uh, twice because it didn't it did not agree with me. It uh, it really messed me up. Anyway, yeah. Um, so that was interesting to me, but it gives you real insight on just what are the pharmaceuticals out there, and you know how they've been developed over time. And, yeah. And I'll tell the you, the evolution right now, of if, pills and you know the, the DMX. Of, well, yeah, the DM, yeah, DMX. And it just you know it comes right to the very first one that started all the Thorazine way back in yeah. way back in the depression. Which is so interesting. I never knew that. But I will say this though. Yeah. Um, because you get the very, very informative chapters, I actually think that the two chapters where it really dives into, you know, his life, they are perfectly, uh, they're in the perfect position because you get informative and you, or at the beginning you get a personality, it's an intro, yeah. it pulls yeah. you in. The next chapter is all, you know, all information, and then the next one is basically, it's like backstory to that information which i thought was exactly cool. and then the next one was his life story 
and you're like, oh, cool. So those two chapters beforehand, you know, basically go hand in hand and really build up to that part. And you know what? I think that was something that I was not, um, I wasn't prepared for, I think, when I was going into reading this, actually. I didn't think that was the particular formula he was going to use. I thought it was going to be strictly, you know, his narrative rather than looking into the history and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. He's only 40. I don't don't think a 40-year-old can... Do 400 pages about his life. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, it's it's surprising. Oh, he does. He does. So I mean, it's just it. It real. Like I said, I mean, this will probably be the third time I'm saying it. It's just not your typical kind of narrative when you're yeah. thinking about a graphic novel. You got to approach this from a very different perspective. And I think he did. And I think it's and that's what makes it so special. And I think he does it very very well. Yeah, it definitely. It, now it it definitely would. Now for su- now, tell me this, man. For someone who's, you know, used to reading, you know, your typical superhero graphic novel or something like that, would you recommend this to them? I mean, like if you if you were just to recommend it to any run of the mill comic book, you know, type type person that reads that loves to read, would you recommend it? It depends to them? on the superhero. I think if somebody reads like Invincible, uh, or they you know, something that's really thorough and really big on uh, world building, like saga, absolutely. Like Saga, Invincible, um, people who read stuff like that, where there is a lot of dialogue, um, you know, and they want something right. that's very relatable too. Because you know, Invincible, like those, both of those, you know, series, are those characters are so relatable. Like even though they have superpowers or they're aliens and stuff like that, you know, you yeah. still relate to them. You 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 have to run from things. You have to you know do this and that. So that- I think it depends on the comic book. But uh, this is just kind of one where there are comic books out there that are very informative, like the history of beer and, um, you know, just kind of stuff like that. There, there are a lot of different kinds out there. So if you like I and mean, if you want to learn something about our real life. Right. This is it. And there are plenty of comics like that as well. Oh, yeah. And that's what the entire part of this whole program is about right now. It's like, you know. In the realm of indie comics, it's not just about the superhero genre right here. There oh, is yeah. so much out there that is being done in the comics nowadays, especially since a lot of people are doing this are going the way the way of self publishing. Mm-hmm. And stuff like this allows anyone to write whatever kind of story they wanted. And you know what? Tyler really put forth his story in this. And I think that was yeah. what was probably most effective about it. I um I will say this, I was looking at my collection of all my indie comics. Um I think the one if you want to read a book and you want to make a transition to this. The one I would say, because one thing, the writer is one of my favorites. Scott McCloud's The Sculptor. Now, The Sculptor is fiction. However, it's very relatable, and you really get to understand that person and kind of how he is because it goes so much into his past and everything like that and, you know, why he is the man he is and how crappy he is. Now, if you go from that to this, because there are a lot of, jokes and entertaining stuff and you know some fiction to it i think that that would be a good jump yeah, so I, if you if you read the sculptor from scott mcleod and you like it i would do a jump into something like this and see you know and if you like this then go find the history of beer go find all these other books that are based you know, basically biographies or informative so yeah, yeah definitely definitely but we will also add for everything that's also funny there. There is also a whole lot of dark places that this yes. book goes into, and very uh, dark, very depressing as well. And those, and the sad thing is, is that a lot of that stuff happened to me. Like, yeah, so many, so much, 
so much stuff that happened in this book yeah. happened to me, and it is so weird. And you know what? Another thing that I was very shocked about, I had to do a lot of tests. I had a lot of psychiatrists throughout the whole country right. do these crazy, not like not like X-Men tests on me, but you know they would do very extensive Rorschach tests, uh, word memorization, uh, you know, reading tests you know, block building tests and stuff like that. Right. I right. had people who studied me like crazy and I'm all, I, you know, and I was also in like a couple textbooks where we had to, you know, put in all the stuff because I was such a rare case. My ADHD is just so, you know, insanely high. And so, I mean, it's very fascinating. And the fact that him and I both have highly, highly, um, why it's, what's the word I'm trying to think of about like, our, or, um, Metabolism, you know, yeah, our metabolism, metabolism with medicine are, are both so high. And uh, that was interesting because I, there are not a lot of cases of, like that, especially people with ADHD. Well, the and, and that's the ironic thing is usually the ones that are diagnosed as having that, they that's usually associated with low metabolism. Yep. So when you when you have a high metabolism, that's something that is very noteworthy right there. Exactly. And it, and it forces scientists to kind of, well maybe reevaluate what exactly they're looking at. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that you had your, your, your moments in those textbooks right there. I mean, that's a, that's a game changer when you're looking at that kind of thing, just like with him, with this particular story. I mean, nothing, I mean, not to say that there was anything that was truly groundbreaking right there, but you know what, when you have test cases like this, it forces people to realize, Hey, maybe we didn't know everything we thought we did. Yeah. And yeah. It, th- this Tyler is extreme. Is Tyler this. Page is an extreme ADHD case. Yeah, and his stuff was ten years before mine, which is totally which, which groundbreaking. Would, which would be the which would be the early to mid eighties, which was yeah. essentially when he was growing up. So it was yeah. His story is basically more groundbreaking than mine because when I was around, you know, there we, were already like you know just throwing pills at every. Well, if, kid. well, if anything, we had well. I kind of hate to say it, but we probably had more of a clearer picture of what was going on at that point exactly. when you had, when no, you had absolutely. your diagnosis. Oh yeah, diagnosis. Yeah, again, they didn't know they we didn't know half this stuff. They didn't know anything until you know '96 is when they started really kind of understanding it, and then in the past like six years is where they learned the most. Yeah. So in the '80s. He had nothing, you know. They just had like well, kind not, of a name. Well, and not just that, but just in the last two years alone, we've probably we've probably yeah. found out more about in just the last two years than we probably have had than what they did in the entire eighties, for that matter. When that's they were true. when they were first starting to deal with it. Oh, absolutely. And th- and that's just how and that's just how the scientific community is always going to be. I mean, it's always going to be. It's always going to be rocky at first, you know, making a little tiny progress. But as more and more is understood, we come to realize that, hey, you know, we can really make some advancements. And, you know, it may eventually come to the point where we finally crack that code and we can actually start getting people, you know, on, yep. the, on the track to being able to control. We already have many ways that you can do that. I mean, for a lot of the people, for a lot of the ones that have the hyperactivity issue, what's the one thing that they would subscribe? You know, acti- activity. Exactly. Activity is all that kind of stuff. And also... One thing that I think that he was very effective in doing this to guys, a whole lot of the issue is also simply your diet. Simply, it's just yeah. about also eating right as well. I and um, you know I started really watching myself in junior year, and of course, like I said, um, halfway through college is when I stopped taking my medicine, and I was eating really healthy. Now lately, I've been kind of not eating healthy, but yeah, I stopped taking my medicine, and I was you know doing okay. Uh, for a while, then I moved out here, and you know, I, sp- I spent a lot of money moving out here. So I was really watching while I was eating. I was eating a bunch of pizza, 
So right. how crappy I've been eating since I moved out in California is probably why I've been so bad again. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's just that's just how it is because every single professor, almost every single professor, almost every single teacher I've ever had always loathed me, hated me. But, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> any last thoughts before we go? Well, the thing that I probably liked the most was in the very last few pages, he saying he essentially says, well, he's kind of reflecting back on to say, like, well, did the Ritalin really help me over time or was it something else? Which kind of begs the question, do, once again, does it really come down to a question of if the pill can help or doesn't it? And I'll tell you right now. It's it depends on the person. Yep. For some, it I is. I think it really did I, help I, him. I'm I'm really not. Well, you see, and that's where I'm kind of of the opinion that for some it may actually work, but I would also say this: it cannot be simply. It cannot just simply be just pop a pill into your mouth and then all of your problems are gone. No, no, no. But um, from everything that he said, you know, because when he wasn't on it, his grades did suffer. When he was on it, they helped. And but it was a temporary solution, remember? No, 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 absolutely. It doesn't stop all the problems, but no. those side of, but there are those side effects yes, where definitely. your concentration and your work ethic will change. However, you know, you, you're probably going to be a robot. Like, whenever I was taking most of those medicines, like Concerta, you know, Metadate, I was a robot, you know? And I, that's why I was well, so happy to Well, essentially, I guess them. then I'd probably bounce the question onto you and everything. Do you... I mean, what what would your opinion on that be? Is is the medication a good thing, or should it be a balance of you know not just you know, you know, a medication, but also trying to make sure that you're living as healthy a lifestyle as possible? I would have been in a lot of trouble without that medication because I was on double, maybe triple of every single um, of every single dosage that he was on. I, I was a very severe case. If now, I had not taken my medicine. I would be fucked. But I wouldn't. I probably would this, have had. A, I, I probably would have been held back a this, lot. And this begs a question that he talks about in this book a whole lot too. Actually, do you think because you were exposed to that particular medication that may that it may have furthered your problems there where they probably wouldn't have been before? I know one medicine, which was the Wellbutrin, triggered something and it made me more hyper. But yeah. uh, other than that, you know, I don't know. I I, I think that it did help. Because honestly, I was a really bad kid beforehand. I was you beating bet. up kids. I was I was a bully. Oh, you were a bully. Isn't huh? that weird? I was a bully in pre-K <laughs> oh and kindergarten. Oh my god, you were a bully uh, man, and you're a geek in this particular thing. How dare you? I know, right? I'm the worst. <laughs> but know. Uh, you know, that's just kind of how it. But you was. see that, and you see that's kind of the entire thing that I get from this. It's like you know what? There's been a lot of mis mis misdiagnoses. We shall sh shall we call it? There's been a lot of cry of whether a pill, oh, yeah. whether it's simple as just popping a pill into your mouth and all of your problems go free, or is it simply just trying to change your lifestyle? The fact of the matter is, it's just like what he said about the human brain. We still don't know enough about this darn brain to even make that kind of assumption yet. Now, simply put, if medication helps you, then take your medication. Yeah. But if the medication is not helping you, then think of an alternative way to go about it. But we're not doctors, so you... But we're uh, not doctors, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not saying... I'm, I mean, that's, Do your research. Do your research, just like what he did. And he did like a 13-page bibliography here. Yep. I mean, he did plenty of research right here. You have to look into the research yourself and determine what is best for you. This is a great book. Um, if you want to learn a little bit more about 
I would adult rec- ADHD. You know what? Yes. If you think that you may suffer from adult ADHD or ADD, read this book, man, because adult ADHD is the worst thing. I, I oh yeah, you know, and it's it's different, and people just don't understand you. There are so many people who hate me out there, and you know, I I can't do anything about it. Anyway, I I'm I don't have anything else to say. Do you have anything else? Simply put, this is something that is perfect not only for, you know, just for adult that may have AD or ADHD things, but it's also good for parents, for their particular kids, because it's great to see if they can, you know, try to look into what they could be doing for their children for this. But yep. I, I can also stress this enough. This is perfect. This is perfect for teachers. This yeah. is perfect for oh teachers gosh, in their classrooms. This would explain so much about why the heck is Johnny so darn hyperactive in my class or something, yeah. or why can't or why can't uh, Susan not you know concentrate on her lessons or whatever or something like that. Exactly. Which is not to say it's not that they can't. It's just that there's you know something that you have to be willing to 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 look into it, and that's why I love when he looked when he looked into the uh, educational aspects of it, like individual IEPs for students and all that kind of stuff. I remember because I used to do the teaching things, so I know about those things in the classroom because you have to make plans according and give accommodations to students that have some kind of disability right there. This kind of thing would be perfect, though. And Something I'm really like happy. Um, I don't remember what year it was. I don't know if they talk about it in the book in the last 200 pages because my goal is to read the rest of this book in two weeks because I love it so much. Yes. But uh, it is now like ADHD is a legal disability. You know, we are, you know, we are protected now. So which is awesome because honestly, we need it. Uh, I've had a lot of problems and I just can't control myself sometimes in the workplace. You know, there are some situations that I don't comprehend. So, you know, but that, 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 that's that's a different that's a different uh, discussion for a different right, time. Right, definitely. So, um, well, thank you so now, much. Now, 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 real quick, just just before we like off with this now. We've been talking a whole lot about, you know, like the prose and the style and, you know, the writing that he does and everything. Very informative. He goes off on a lot. He brings in so many cultural character, uh, characteristics to it and a lot of references here. How, ba- how about the physical aspect? I mean, how, how about the artwork that he used for this particular thing? Do you think this was good in, in, in conveying his message, too? It reminds me of myself. Like, <laughs> when yeah. he drew himself, I'm just like, this is me. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking too. The whole time I'm thinking like, oh my god, it's almost like you. It, it's almost like he wrote this for you. I'm, and a, you guys car- don't I'm even, a comic character now. Like you're a comic character, dude. and we that's share the exact- same name. <laughs> and you share the same name exactly. Um, now the artwork was awesome. I thought it was and, great. Uh, yeah, and like my last thought is, if you have any interest in learning more about the brain or psychology, or if you're studying psychology, this is the book for you. So educational yet so so fun at the same time. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. You can check out other shows and offerings on iTunes, Google Play, anything that basically hosts web um, podcasts. You can visit our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, review us, and you can contact us on our site to stay updated. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. If you missed it, we had our Extra Life uh, whole 24-hour thing last week, and it was awesome. We um, We quadrupled. Our goal, which is awesome. Thank you guys out there for helping us. Woohoo! To find Raise on Ritalin, go to raiseonritalin.comic.blogspot.com uh, or go to our website and click on the uh, the article and all the information is there. Any Anything that you want to know about Tyler Page is on there. Uh, just go ahead and, and read the article because also there's some things in the article that we don't talk about and uh, just stuff for you to learn. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
I got distracted. It's my ADHD. Anyway, this show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering, and the music is provided by bensound.com. We highly support local businesses, and have a wonderful week. Save Indy, and... Save Indy? GGG! Were you... I was raised on Ridland. I wasn't. <laughs> raised on Ridland. Yes, I was. Raised on Ridland. How about you? I'm done. Okay. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs>